Warning! This podcast may contain naughty language, including the C-word. Listener discretion is advised. Hey everybody, you've tuned into Shingles List, where we talk movies, music, trendy news, game sports, current affairs, and anything else that pops into our brains. I'm Dave Shingler, and I'm joined by Mr. Loverman. Shabba. Shabba. It's Cleon Bewley. God, sorry, I had to play with Shabba. We're here every week, every week like clockwork, giving you your variety of news. Your variety of news. Unless How are you, Dave? Unless it's my birthday, then we're not here. Then I just cancel the yeah, show. Yeah, then we're just not here. You cancel everything. <laughs> we do, we're, just sit we're, in the living room, really. We're a day late if it's my birthday. No, I'm good, man, yeah. yeah. I'm not too bad at all. I'm on day seven of being locked in the house. How's isolation going? Um, it's fucking boring, mate. It's really boring. I never, I never um, knew how much I missed... Um, just walking up to Tesco or something like that, you know what I mean? I'm not allowed out of the house, and it's, uh, yeah, it's boring as fuck. But yeah, I'm, I'm good, man. I've done a bit of tidying up in the cave today, and there's a little bit of new furniture. Um, some, you know, things are, it sounds, I'm just bored, really. That's about it, you know. Yeah. Fair <laughs> Nothing Fair to one. report. Mm, good, good. I'm kind of the same. I'm still working from home. Yeah. Because we can't really go anywhere because everywhere's on tier one or tier, tier two. One, I'm tier not sure two. who's the bad one. Um, one one's well, the, the, the way they've labelled it, it's not. There's no low. There's no low tier. It starts at medium. It's like medium high and very high. So it's like yeah. even on the lowest one, you're a bit fucked. But um, yeah, medium. So we we're here in Stoke. We're medium at the moment, and I'll be honest with you looking like we'll stay on medium for a bit we're not doing too bad in stoke now the other side of the d road in newcastle they're a bit piss poor at the moment they're looking like they're going to be knocked up they've been they've been given a week's grace apparently before they get knocked up to high people of stoke on trent it's time to build a wall and let's get chesterton to pay for it (laughs) we can build a wall We'll build a magnificent wall. We'll build the best wall. The best of all. The best wall. Um, We'll build it out of clay and we'll put like, um, oh, we'll put like the bottles on the top as a decoration. (laughs) Like you're now entering Staffordshire and we can put that all across and just, just, Pen this stuff in. Keep let's keep this virus out of Staffordshire. Out of Stoke <laughs> out on Trent. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Newcastle. It looks like they're going to be be stepped up a tier. Um, Manchester. That's the one. That's been the big talking point this week. Um, Manchester being moved up to tier three. You know the pubs Time and the to bars build another wall. closing. Um, and uh, the the mayor of Manchester, Andy Burnham, has basically stepped up and become king in the north as it is, um, standing up for the, the entire North and everybody in the North and how disgraceful it's been that um, you know the, the politicians in Westminster haven't even had a conversation with the people of, of Manchester. Pardon me. And they've, um, and they've basically just like found all this out through the news, through the media, and you know they haven't bothered to even have conversations with the with the people in power in Manchester. They just want to lock it all down. And, and Andy Burnham stood there and gone, meh, fuck you, basically. Um, so uh, Michael Gove's uh, accused him of, uh, of political positioning um, in, in refusing to accept the strict rules. Um, and Andy Burnham's gone, you know, well, of course we want to stop the virus. Of course we want to stay, save lives. But, you know, I also want to 
we need more from you. We need more from the government. We need the businesses need more support. What about the taxi drivers that aren't going to be yeah. taking people home if all the bars and uh, are closed? You know, what about um, the the self-employed that you're doing absolutely nothing for that can't do anything if nobody's out and about? Um, so he's trying to, you know, and he's he's saying that it's it's the North that always get the the brunt of the deal. They they are the um, the guinea pigs, and uh, and it's time for it to change. When I think his, I think his argument was when when like when everything first started back in March and it was London was the hot spot. London was where everybody was catching the virus. They they locked the whole country down. And he says now it's like a a role reversal thing. Now it's you know yes the north is it has got more COVID hotspots, but now you're just doing these individual lockdowns that isn't benefiting anybody he's called for the same as Keir Starmer they've called for this circuit breaker like two week national lockdown mm. um, and and all he's asking for is more support more support more financial support for the north um, conversations with the leaders in the north um, as opposed to just this this is what's happening and sounds like Game of Thrones exactly you know what I mean the north. I, I, um, I, I wrote uh, a friend, old friend of mine um, posted the interview with um, Andy Burnham earlier and I wrote underneath um, you know how long before we're declaring king of the north and then we all march on the south to dethrone the fake blonde haired um, <laughs> king and uh, and I was like the wildlings north of the wall all the Scottish as they're also known are more than welcome to join us <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah 2020 is basically ending up being one big um, episode of uh, Game of Thrones so what's oh. happening there? <laughs> it's, t- it's turning out well anyway. At least we're going from pandemic to Game of Thrones. It's a nice segue. I just need some dragons. Get some dragons. Just need some dragons. Where are the dragons in the north? No dragons. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, p- I pulled up the um, <coughs> the uh, um, news report on Sky News about this whole Andy Burnham thing and... He's called for a full and fair furlough scheme covering 80% of wages or at least the national minimum wage, um, support for the self-employed and improved compensation for businesses, Um, which I I don't think he's asking too much there, if you ask me, you know. You've had quite a lot of support though, haven't you? We we have as a, as a whole nation, yeah, we have. We've had quite a lot of support and we're still getting quite a lot of support, but um for the self-employed and for the hospitality sector um we're going to end up with we're going to end up with no hospitality sector we're going to end up with nothing uh, in in the arts either you know what i mean there's there's so many venues and and things that are just closing left right and center that just can't afford to stay open and i don't a lot, we've said this several times we've said it so many times over the course of the last six months i don't have all the answers you know what i mean there is, at some point we're going to have to cut the the, the lifeline you know what i mean and, and we need hmm. to get back to normal but if the government is is imposing these strict lockdown rules then they also need to support the people that that's affecting you know what i mean if let's say stoke-on-trent for example you know we haven't been moved up to a high or a very high tier yet yes we're still in the pubs and in restaurants closing at 10 o'clock thing you know we're still in the uh, no more than six people meeting up and two households and blah 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 but you know we can go to i i can well not at the moment but i can go to work 
you're working from home. Um, you know, people are still working, so we don't need in well in my field of work anyway. We don't need that. We don't need any support really. Um, mm. So that can be cut. You can save the money there. But for the cities that you are locking down, continue to support them. Continue to support these people financially because. You know, they fucking need it. It's as simple as that. They need it. And the government can afford it. They can afford to do this. It's mm. as simple as that. They can afford to do this. They're just choosing not to. Um, my opinion, anyway, you know, you, you don't have to support the whole country if the whole country isn't in lockdown. Just support the It's time the to march on the south. Are you up for this? Are you up for the I'm march? For it, yeah, yeah, we're yeah. Pulling, Let's march on the south. We're, we're pulling out the shingles list boat again. That's getting. That's going to get... <laughs> <laughs> gonna get docked again and we're gonna throw all the southerners onto the fucking boat <laughs> so where, which house are you going for in the south um are, are we i mean real houses are we are we talking real people here because you know just house government let's just go for that one shall we like let's over fucking overthrow them and tea let's and just parliament. go for that one eh? tea and parliament yeah parliament Let's just fuck it. Let's just do it. Let's go down. Let's march on them. I um. Well, that's tomorrow sorted. Anyway. Yeah. That, well, no, not. Well, I've got to wait till fucking Thursday. I think I, I can't leave the house. Claire. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Or is that Let's the idea? Thursday, because I'm us. because I'm um uh, because I'm defying the uh, uh, Parliament's laws. Do, do I just start early, like, and leave the fucking house? Do I just do that? Yeah, let's start early. <laughs> fuck yeah. it. We'll just go. We'll just go tomorrow. If we can get a good 10,000 of us by tea time <laughs> tomorrow. Yeah, we'll march um, We'll march on the south and overthrow the powers. But I see that it's, it sounds like a really good fucking idea until you actually overthrow the power and then it's like, right, um, I'm not really qualified for this. Now what do we no, do? No, I think, I think if that happened with me as I sat in the throne, like it had rise and flames and everything had rise from underneath the throne. <laughs> <laughs> and heavy rock music could play like. <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, so, what's been happening in your world this week? What have you been up to? Uh, not much, really. Not really much is happening. It's just basically football and work. Yeah. I've noticed you know where to really go. Yeah, you're falling into a pattern of doing nothing, aren't you? Yeah, the weeks are, are slowly like just every day is just merging into one. It's becoming a bit of a groundhog day, really, and um, it's it's a bit yeah. It's just like what what am I, what am I doing today? Obviously, for me this week it's been weird as well because I have been locked in the house. I can't just go out somewhere. You know what I mean? But it is like. What am I doing with my day today? Now what's happening? Now what? I said to a customer. I said to a customer. I said, "Are you are, are you allowing visit you?" He goes, "No, no, I'm still working from home." I was like, "Do you want me to come visit you at your house? <laughs> I'll come talk in your front garden." <laughs> it's crazy, man. Like, you, I, the, the not. I suppose the novelty is wearing off of of like a different i'm not saying that this year has been like a novelty and, and great and whatnot but like you know a different way of living like at first it was a bit scary and a bit panicky and it was a bit like oh shit we can't like go anywhere and everywhere shut and but you know we we adapted didn't we you fucking built a new kitchen you know what i mean i did me 
You know, I, I fix the garden. In the house that I've lived in for 15 years, we've never fully utilised the backyard. You know what I mean? It's always been an overgrown shit state. And this year, we fixed it. And it's not an overgrown shit state anymore. And it's lovely to sit out there, especially with the summer that we had as well. You know what I mean? We couldn't go anywhere else. It was really nice to sit out in the garden. I had a lovely colour. I love you where you were a beautiful, beautiful shade of tan. It was it was very nice. Um, I just go lobster red. I don't even like I just go horrible lobster. That's and then then white again. See through, basically. That's me. Um which I don't really understand. I must get that from my mum because my old man used to go like um he'd go like Jamaican brown. My old man would <laughs> he would tan like to the point where I almost convinced my missus that he was part Brazilian. Um, I say I almost convinced her. I, that was probably just in my head that I almost convinced her. She was probably just going, "Yeah, Dave, all right, whatever." Yeah. <laughs> right. But um, but no, he used to really tan. Like, whereas my mum is is like me, see through, burnt red, and then see through again. <laughs> is Stephen like? Does Stephen tan? No, no, he burns as well. He just burns red and then white again. So, yeah, we must have the. The, the Staten gene, as it is, uh, from the other side of the family. But, uh, no, yeah, I worked on the garden, and then it was like, ooh, ooh, some, some of the shops are opening again. This is exciting. Um, and then you kind of realise how much you never really were bothered about the shops before. Um, but it was like, yeah, some of the shops are opening again, and then, like, the old habits started sneaking back in. It's like, ooh, Costa's open. Cafe Nero's open. open. Let's have it. Let's have a coffee. Um, I tell you something this week, Cleon. Um, yeah, it does. Uber Eats on Costa. That's been my downfall this week, where I can't leave the house and I've just gone. I really want a coffee. Does anybody want coffee? And you just get the phone out. You go on Uber Eats, and Costa's right next to me, so there's no delivery charge. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So idle. And you just thought, well, I can't leave, I can't walk up, I can't leave the house. Just go on more like... and buy some coffee. And uh, it's not the same. Bloody hell, um, it is the same. It's, a, it's, it's comfort eating though, it's comfort eating, comfort drinking. It's like when you have Yeah, well, get food. some paper cups. Get some paper cups and make it coffee. more authentic. Yeah, 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 buy some paper cups. I made Costa on them. I must admit, like, the last time I did it, it did cost me best part of, like, 30 quid. And uh, I was like, I can't do this again because I got snacks as well. Like everybody had a drink, and um, and everybody had snacks. Uh, I don't get this. I don't get how people. I went in Costa after football. Uh, after football, after I went into the gym, and I only had a black coffee and a cake, and it was like eight quid. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's that's the fucking that's the coffee house prices. You know, I run, the, the ironic thing about it is, is um, I don't really. I'm not a big like Costa fan. It's just because it's the closest one to me. I'm more of a... If I do drink coffee out, I prefer Cafe Nero. And I really did curb the amount of takeaway coffee I was having as well, or, like, drinking out coffee, because it was costing a fucking fortune. It really... I just don't get it. I don't get why you pay that much money for coffee. I think it's the... um, I can go McDonald's for one pound forty nine. Yeah, you could have it, yeah. You know, even, like, a fucking... I mean, a McDonald's toffee latte is, is fucking gorgeous and all that, and it's like... Um and but I think it's it's more of the it's the atmosphere it's the experience especially if you're with somebody you know sitting in having a coffee would you, having some would cake. Would you be saying it's the brand? 
Maybe. Yeah. Not necessarily, because, like, I, um, I have drank in, you know, local independent coffee houses. Um, there was one in Newcastle, which, for the life of me, I cannot remember what it's called anymore. Um, and I mean, that it, it, it's been closed down quite a while that I used to go to because it was in, independently owned and the coffee was so much nicer as well. And the guy had a real passion for coffee and the coffee tasted mm. better. And, you know, and, and he, he, he just put more effort into making the drink. It was a lovely experience. And there's um, what used to be Raw and Hanley as well. I think it's called, is it called North now? I think it's called North now. And they do a beautiful coffee as well. Um, and that's, you know, another independently owned coffee house. So, you know, I, I will, you know, drink coffee in, in them places just as much as going to a, a branded place. I think for a lot of people, maybe it is about the branding, you know what I mean? As it is with clothing and jewelry and watches and whatever, you know what I mean? It is about the, the, the brands mm. and it's fashionable into, you know, you go, you go on something like Instagram and the amount of like Starbucks cups you'll see on people's pictures because it is fashionable to go and grab yourself a Starbucks. You know what I mean? But yeah. I think I think the whole drinking coffee out thing is it is more of the it's the experience of, of socializing in the coffee house, you know, with friends. Um whereas I just like coffee and sometimes I'm walking around and I'll go, I really fancy a coffee and I just look, what's the nearest one to me? Oh, there's a coffee house there. I'll use that one. Or there's a Starbucks there. I'll use that one. Or there's a yeah. Costa there. I'll just use that one. And I'll go and grab uh, a coffee from wherever. But um, yeah, I do encourage people though to to try out your local independent coffee houses because nine times out of ten, the coffee is way nicer than going to a chain. And the people that run it are way more passionate about coffee than than the people in the chains you know what i mean and it's them businesses right now that need everybody's help these small independent businesses that need yeah help. but those small independent businesses are normally three times the price not necessarily i, I i've found you know I've, I've found that the costas in the starbucks to be just as expensive as as um as as a normal as an independent coffee house if anything you could probably save a little bit of money in them just personal experience anyway you know what i mean yeah it's all just personal experience anyway dave have you seen the football this weekend i I, i've got it fucking i've got all the scores up right here i'm getting fucking used to this like i'm I'm, it's like it's almost like i'm prepping you know what i mean (laughs) (laughs) what like you're prepping just as the show's going on well about five minutes before On the show prepping. Anyway, on Saturday, Dave, it was Everton 2, Liverpool 2, Merseyside derby. Red card for Everton as well. Red card for Everton, uh, big VAR um, for Mm. Liverpool, who glued to score the third goal, but it was disallowed. Uh, I think Pickford Pickford should have been sent off for the challenge that he committed on Virgil van Dijk, but mm, good result for Everton, really. Mm. Good result for Everton. Chelsea 3, Southampton 3, Man City 1, Arsenal 0, Newcastle 1, Manchester United. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't have to talk about uh, that. It's fine, though. Yeah, no, 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 no. Celtic 0, Rangers 2 in the old firm derby. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, today, we've got Sheffield United 1 with Fulham 1, and Palace 1 with Brighton 1. 
and Tottenham three, West Ham three. That's just today. And we've got Leicester and Aston Villa, Leicester and Villa. kicking off for tonight's fixtures. So, uh, Newcastle absolutely toss. <laughs> who, at, who at 1-1 goes, attack! You know, we have no possession for 60 minutes of the game. And then all of a sudden, in 70 minutes, he goes, oh, I know what we're going to do. I know what we're going to do. We'll attack. We'll attack. That's a good idea. We got tore apart by Man United 4-1. Absolutely shocking day. Well, I'm looking at currently looking at the table as well. And um, for me, you know, not being a, a, a huge football fan, when, when you see names like Man United and Man City in, in the bottom half of the table... It's like we're in Newcastle now. Uh, Newcastle are twelfth. They are above Man United. So, <laughs> um, if that cushions the blow a little bit for you, Cleon. Um, yeah. So you know, Man United fourteenth, Man City tenth, and you're looking at the at the at the at the league and Everton top of the league um, as it stands. Um, played five, won four, drawn one, lost zero. Uh, but Aston Villa currently playing as we're recording this, and uh, they. At the moment, you know, with this this game being played now, but two games in hand at the moment, and they're currently sitting second in the league. Um, obviously, once this game's over, then they'll still have one game in hand. But mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, it's uh, it just looks a little bit weird. But that's like it's 2020 fucking wrapped up into everything's a little bit weird. It's just early in the season. No one's got the pattern. I guess. Yet. Yeah, I guess. No I guess. one's galloping yet. So, it's only very early. What are we? No five games. Galloping. Five games in. Everton will fall away. Villa will fall away. And then people will find the flow and get... People will find the flow and then the league will start to take its form. Mm. Uh, Very quickly moving into the championship. uh, Home home City, Stoke. uh, Won yesterday at Luton. 2-0. No one gives a fuck. No one cares. They're currently sitting eighth. No one gives a fuck. And uh, and Vale won as well against Salford. And they are also sitting eighth in uh, in, um, League Two. Vale are looking a bit indestructible. What's their form at the moment? Um, pull the table up, man. So, currently sitting eighth, played six, won three, drawn one, lost two. So, they're a bit, you know, it's a bit 50-50, really. Um, good start. Fell off a bit. Seems to be getting it back, you know what I mean? But, uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully they'll keep it. Keep this winning thing on, swing of things. Maybe we'll get some promotion next season. Who knows? Who knows? It'd be nice. It'd be nice. It would be, nice. It would be lovely. We're, we've been in the fourth. The four. It is the fourth tier, isn't it? Of English football. Oh, I've yeah. got no idea. We've been the third tier. They changed all the names, Cleon. I don't know what they oh, are I anymore. Know, We're in Division <laughs> Two, so the third tier. No, it's the fourth, isn't it? It's a third. Prem. Because you've got the championship. Prem championship. Prem championship. Prem championship. One, two. So yeah, it's the fourth. The fourth. You don't. I don't count the. Prem. You don't count the prem. You don't count the prem. Yeah, but it would be nice to see Vale out of that that league. You know, we've been in there too long. Mm. Let's get us out of that league. Let's get us up. Uh, we need to be in the next league, fighting up and down in that league. Yeah, let's get us up. Not a bit. sitting in this league. We're let's, a bit behind the times at the moment. Let's, let's get us. Let's back push up on. That'd be nice. Um, speaking of Vale. Um, there is a connection here. The connection's Tom Pope, uh, but the uh, the Sneed Arms has officially closed down in Sneed Green, 
One of oh, the, was it? Yeah, one of the biggest pubs in uh, in Stoke on Trent. It's been there for as long as I remember. Um, as as uh, actually closed down. It's owned by Green King at the moment. Um, and uh, Green King have announced that it's uh, um, it hasn't opened since it closed because of COVID nineteen. It hasn't reopened yet, and they've announced that they won't be reopening it. Um, so yeah, one of the um, the link with Tom Popers, his grandparents used to run it. Um, so. Oh. Uh, you see the connections there, making the connections. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, but yeah, like I say, one of the one of the biggest and you know a very popular bar in Stoke on Trent is is not opening, and another business that's died thanks to COVID. Um, I mean, hopefully somebody will come along and buy it up. And, and yeah, uh, it's how long can things go on hold for? Yeah, isn't it, yeah. really. That's the problem: the indefinite hold. Well, we have a um, our main shopping centre here in uh, here in Stoke is owned or was owned should I say by um, Into uh, the big shopping centre chain that owns the their broke as well yeah they? yeah well they own the Trafford Centre and other shopping centres up and down the country and they went into administration this year and um, it was announced this week that um, the the shopping centre here in, in Stoke has new owners um, and all will be revealed in the forthcoming weeks. They will continue to trade as into for the foreseeable future, um, but somebody has actually bought the shopping centre. Um, so that's a great thing, if you ask me. Um, I mean, the bring back the food court. Bring back the food court. You know what? And that's you know what you know what bloody Stoke on Trent lives like. You know they go out and ask the public what they want, and everybody goes, "Oh, we want the Disney store and." um ikea or something like that i don't know um and yeah a lot of people have said bring back the food court i mean if you remember for god knows how many years there was nowhere to eat in our city center there was literally apart from weatherspoons and mcdonald's there was nowhere to eat and until they opened the hive what about two years ago now uh, and let's face it everywhere on the hive is closed at the moment um, mm-hmm. the, there was nowhere to eat, but we had that food court in the shopping centre. You know what I mean? And a lot of people are saying, "Bring back the food court." Bring back the food court. Do you know what? Another thing that that was brought up as well in in the comments. Um, somebody said, "The first thing you see when you walk into the shopping centre is a Rolex dealer," and it's like the people of Stoke on Trent literally save money by shopping in budget supermarkets we don't need a, a rolex dealer in the shopping rolex center dealer. it's uh, beaverbrooks the jewelers they're uh, the they deal with you know the, the rolex oh. watches and whatnot um and uh so the, there's calls for like more affordable um chains to go in there um, maybe people would use the shopping centre more if there was more affordable chains in there. But I don't know really how I feel about that because it's like, well, if you look at car dealerships, you know, we here in Stoke on Trent, we've mm. got one of the, the main like Mercedes Benz um, car dealerships in the country here in Stoke on Trent. Because should we get rid of them should, and make it more affordable? Yeah, should we get rid of that as well? I mean, surely it's shops like this that brought that you know the, the idea is it brings people to Stoke on Trent, and and at the moment, yes, Stoke on Trent not going to lie. How far are we going to go with that? Are we going to get rid of Domino's and just have Pizza yeah. Express? Yeah, well, that's gone. <laughs> <laughs> That's gone, Cleon. I think we've only got one pizza up now as well. <laughs> pizza up delivery? 
Do you know what? We've said it so many times. The problem with Stoke-on-Trent as a city is it's not a fucking city. It's six towns in a line. You know what I mean? It's not a city. It's six towns. That's what it is. And, um, you know, it's we haven't got a big city centre. You know, they took the town of Hanley and made that the city centre. And it's not big enough. And it's not inviting enough. And... He doesn't, you know, you, you literally travel, well, <laughs> not at the moment, but you literally travel 40 minutes up the road to Manchester, especially during this time of year when they're just about to, or they would have just about to have had the Christmas markets on and stuff. And it's glorious. It's so nice. And then you see the piss poor attempt that Stoke Council do at the, the Christmas markets down here. And it's just nothing. But it's not very big. The city centre isn't very big, and it's because we're a city made up of six towns, and every town has got its own individual town centre. And every town wants its little piece of the pie. Every town wants the Christmas lights. Every town wants a Christmas tree. Every town wants um, this shop, that shop, the other shop. Every town wants, you know, funding. And it just doesn't work. It no. doesn't work at all. <coughs> and, and you know what? I'm Stoke on Trent, born and bred, and I love this city. I love I love the city I live in. Um, it's built on rock and roll. Yeah, I love the city I live in. You know, I love its heritage. I love its history. Um, you know, the people in in Stoke, as a general rule, were the nicest fucking people you'll ever meet. Every mm-hmm. town's got its crackheads. Don't get me wrong. You know what I mean. And we've got our fair few here, but the the bulk the bulk of people in Stoke on Trent are the nicest people you'll, you'll ever meet. All of us are fucking lovely. People, um, eh? People, people. Nicest people. people you'll ever meet. Um, get to Jay. It's, <laughs> it's, um, <laughs> it, you know, we're, it's, it's a fucking nice place, but we're just lacking in so much stuff. We fall behind other cities in so many things. I'm going to list them. This is what we need. Go on. I'm going to list them. Things we're missing in Stoke-on-Trent. Are you ready, Dave? Go on. An, uh, an ice rink. See, th- did we have one of them? Did we try that once? No. Okay. We had that no, outdoor I'm going, one. I'm going to build one, Dave. I'm going to build one. And I'm going to build it on... Where are we going to build it? We're going to build it on Festival Park somewhere. You know, like Telford's Ice Rink. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like one of them. Hang on, where Toys R Us is? Oh, no, it's not big enough. Anyway, we'll sort out an ice rink. We need well, an ice rink. Toys R Us is no. go outdoors now, isn't it? Number two, oh, we can put it where Winter Wonderland goes. Number two, we could do with like an arena. But have we kind of got an arena in the theatre? Well, that's the thing. They, they were, there was talks about building an arena on where Winter Wonderland goes and, um, you know, with the old bus station and whatnot. Actually building not like a, a massive arena, but a small mm. arena. Because we have got, we've got halls and we've got theatres, you know what I mean? We've got the Vicky Hall. Um, we've got the Regent Theatre, uh, we've got King's Hall, um, we've even got the the Queen's Theatre in Burslem, which I believe is like fucking derelict at the moment. I'm not 100 percent certain on that, but you know the Queen the Queen's Theatre was built, you know, alongside the King's Hall in Stokey. They were two two matching like venues, so to speak. Um, you know, so we have got theatres, we have got halls, we can put, you know bands on uh you know larger band we, we've got bloody um paloma faith playing the vicky hall next year i believe um you know we've mm-hmm. had brian adams at the vicky hall uh we've had um harry enfield and paul whitehouse do comedy at the vicky hall we've had loads of really 
popular and cool artists, um, acts and bands play in our city, but we don't have um, an actual bigger arena to maybe put a larger band on, you know what I mean? We, we literally, we jump from, like, a hall to the Bet365 Stadium, you know what I mean? Where, yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. Like, you know, Bon Jovi played there didn't they and you know signal radio used to put that road show on there and whatnot so we've got a hall and then a football stadium and we haven't got that happy medium in the middle but i was thinking that that would be great and if we could put some you know get some cool bands to the city that would bring people in you know we've got the new hotel that's being built um the hilton that's being built up the road we've got premier inns as well you know we've got loads we've got um you know, the Motouse, we've got loads of hotels, um, places for people to stay, to come into the city, build that arena, book acts to play it, bring people in, but then we need the other things as well. You know, we need the restaurants, you know what I mean? We need the shops, because when I go to Manchester to go to the MEN, it's not the MEN anymore, I think it's the AO Arena now. Um, when I go to Manchester to watch a band or, or comedy or something there, I'll spend the night and I'll get up at the next morning and I will go and, and do some shopping and I'll go to a, a restaurant and have some yeah. food. I will make a whole weekend of it. It's about the experience. Yeah, and I just don't think you can do that here in Stoke. And yeah, you can. If we built an arena, you could stay at that arena. You could stay at the Hilton, Dave. You could get up in the morning. You could go to the quarter. The thing breakfast. Is, yeah, there are you some, could there, have a club sandwich. There you could some, leave the quarter. You could go up to the Albion and have a drink and get to know the locals in the Albion. Um, <laughs> go to <laughs> go to the Burn Stores. <laughs> <Go for, laughs> <laughs> you could. Yeah. The, you know what? There, there are some. There are some beautiful independently owned um, uh, eateries, especially up um, up Piccadilly. You know. You got um, the quarter, like you've said. You've got the Slamwich Club. You've got Bottlecraft. You've got North, just to name a few. The theatres there as well. Um, you've got bars and whatnot. But like I say, it's very small. It's very limited, and especially the shops. You know what I mean? The yeah. shopping experience isn't brilliant in the city centre because it is small. It is limited. Um, but you know, if you were building that arena to bring people in, then you would need other things as well. But I suppose it would give the opportunity to um, to build these other places if you had that arena there. But my other thought on that was, do we need an arena? Is there call for an arena in Stoke-on-Trent when 40 minutes up the road you've got the AO arena and an hour the other way in Birmingham you've, they've got an arena as well as an exhibition centre. I don't know what the Birmingham yeah. one's called anymore. It was the it was the yeah. LG back in yeah, the day. Yeah, I think there is. Yeah. So, so you know, another one smack bang in the middle, like. Yeah, why not? Why I, not? I'd love put it. An arena where I'd you know, fucking with the car love it. Yeah. So if you put an arena there, you've already got the Hilton already built just yeah. below there, and then you've already got like uh, got the quarter and everything else already right purposely built it, yeah, yeah. there, right below it. Um, and you can just build it. All you've got to do then, you've got the town hall at the top, right next to it. And yep. then all you've got to do then is improve Garla Bingo's front. <laughs> you know, and probably move Wilco's, you know, because you don't want them guys hanging around all the time. So just move Wilco's for a different shop. <laughs> and I think you're golden, really. I think it's fine. I think the city's, yeah, an arena's good. I think an arena would be a good idea or an ice rink. 
I fucking love it. I'd love both, in all fairness. I haven't been ice skating for pissing ages. Um, I'd be like Bambi these days, because my knees don't work anymore. But, you know, I would love an arena in the city. And, and I always said, especially since changing jobs as well and having more more free time, um, I made more of an effort to go and watch things locally, you know what I mean? To go and to go to the theatre and and watch things at the theatre, to go to local music venues like the Sugar Mill, like the Underground, um, like the Rigger, and and watch bands locally. And then, you know, when bigger acts come through the area and play the Victoria Hall or play the mm. Kings Hall or whatever, you know, go and watch them as well. I made more of an effort to do that. And so I would fucking... I would love an arena in the city where, you know... As much as it, as much as I love going to a different city and making a weekend of it, you know, it would be nice to be able to go to an arena show, get that experience of the arena, and then mm. be able to just fucking walk ten minutes home as well. You know what I mean? And just yeah, and also you get like things like Cubs and Scouts and all that type of stuff, and they can put on their yearly production and they get the experience yeah. of using the arena yeah. and. Yeah, yeah, you can bring the X Factor to Stoke, we can bring, you know, it's the home of Robbie Williams, blah, 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 <laughs> That's, you know, Slash came, Slash lived here once, he passed through here, you know, Nick Hancock was here once, I don't know, you know, Anthea Turner, you know, we bring people here, Bring. let's build one, yes. <laughs> so, I'm completely behind this. Right, we'll we'll put this on the list of things to do then. So, right, are we building the arena before we march on the south? Because we could do with getting this like in the right order. Well, let, yeah, <laughs> I think we should sort sort Stoke out first. Or actually, if we march on the south, we'll get more money for Stoke. Okay, right. So march on the south and then march on the, the south arena. first. Get the money and then sort Stoke out to build the then arena. We can do that. That yeah. seems to work. That seems to work. Um. So, I had a... Sorry, I'm just reading the news while I was trying to talk then. Um, I had a little watch back of last week's video footage of the podcast. Um, Now, as many listeners of the show will be aware, we are doing the the show over Skype at the moment because I'm in isolation. Cleon can't come to the the cave, Um, so... Dave's using it as an excuse to keep me away. Well, yeah. No, I'm not really. Yeah. I've, I've, yeah, yeah. I've bought a new chair and everything. I don't want you not to be here. That's a, that's a guilt chair, Dave. It's not a guilt chair. I've been sitting, that's in, a guilt I've chair, been sitting in it all day today. Chair. I've been like trying to break it in all day, just kind of rocking that's around on it. You stay out of that chair. You can fuck off as well to my chair. <laughs> um, so, um, last week, uh, we did the first show over Skype for what has been quite a few weeks, because, you know, once once we were allowed back in the same room, we started recording the shows in the cave again. And I felt, um, when we do a show over Skype, it's, when you haven't done it for a while, it's quite hard to get it back into that routine of, of talking over Skype, because you get that, what I call the, the newsreader delay, like when, when the newsreader's in the studio, and uh, the other guy's in Australia or something, and you get the video link, um, and there's a bit of a delay when you ask a question, and then there's the pause, and I found that was happening quite a lot last week, and I don't know if the listeners also felt that listening back to the show, it was a little bit awkward, like, you know, to, to get through the show. Now, when we do the shows on Skype, we record the uh, the Skype feed, the video feed, um, and we were, if, if anybody that's been tuning in since um, March or April, I think it was April when we uh, 
when we relaunched the show this year, uh, we were cutting little bits of the video footage out and putting them on YouTube and on the social media. So because we had this video, I went to do that this week and I watched it back. And all I can say to Cleon is how fucking sorry I am for my really shit (laughs) Wi-Fi. It was absolutely awful. So here's me thinking. Now, bear in mind, when I record these shows, um, I have all the equipment in the cave. So me listening to me talk, everything's flawless. All Cleon could see the other end was me freezing and going silent every five pissing seconds. So Cleon was an absolute trooper last week and without me knowing, battled his way through the show <laughs> so as not to make it an awful show. So hats off and, to... Uh, and, and haven't mentioned this. And, ha- and hasn't even mentioned it, no. I, <laughs> I would have been none the wiser if I hadn't to watch this footage back. So hats off to Cleon for ever being the professional in last, week, like for last week's you. show. Like uh, we'll, raise, we'll raise a drink anyway, to you. Uh, but thank I've, you very much. I fixed, the, uh, I fixed the internet this week. Um, it's uh, it was a problem with stupid Windows 10 and its stupid Windows updates. Um, don't blame, don't blame, don't blame him. Well, it decided to uh, switch on this fucking energy efficiency thing when it comes to connecting um, through a wired connection on the internet. And when it thinks you're not using the internet for some reason, when you're skyping, it thinks you're not using the fucking internet. It just switches off. Just cut, very low bandwidth into it. Just cut you off, like, just fucking goes, nah, you're not using that, let's switch you off. So, um, yeah, I've overridden that. So now we've got this clean, lined feed straight into the internet. So hopefully this week, Cleon, it's been a better experience for you. Yeah, there's been a couple of bits, but you'll see. <laughs> I must admit, though, you froze a couple of times, but nothing nothing major. Yeah, nothing major. Nothing I can write over I should about. Probably, nothing I can write over about. I should probably invest more in my, in my broadband, in all fairness. Like, spend a little bit Have you watched money. any of the presidential debates in America? Do you know what? No, I haven't. Um, I haven't watched any of the, the debates. What I have done, though, do you know the comedian Jim Jeffries, the Australian mm-hmm. dude? fucking hilarious um, and you remember you remember you and tj both said trump will get back in and i said no he won't you know what initially i did think that but you know uh, looking at um i was looking at the um the polls over the last few weeks we've been talking about it haven't we in the swing states and all that uh, well uh, sorry jim jeffries does a podcast called it's called i don't know i don't know about that with jim jeffries and the premise behind the show is, before a time of the internet, if you were in a bar and you were talking about something and you didn't know about it, you could just blag your way through it. And if you were confident enough, like the person you were talking to would be none the wiser that you actually didn't know what you were talking about. But mm-hmm. now, with the internet, you can just go on your phone and you can check these things as, as, as fact or fiction. Like So the show is things that Jim Jeffries knows nothing about, and then he confidently tries to blag his way through. But they have an expert on like Skype or something waiting to talk about it. And this week's was the, the Electoral College um, when it comes to the Americans uh, uh, voting. So... I haven't been watching the debates, but now I know a little bit more about the Electoral College and how it all works. Mm-hmm. Um, and how, and how well, these, tell us, Dave. Well, basically, with every state, they have so many um, electors, uh, which will become the, the Electoral College. So um, lots of states have, like, three. And as a general rule, you won't see um the parties like campaigning in them states so it's all about the swing states which we spoke about either last week or the week before 
um, these these swing states that and and if you win the bulk of the swing states then you are winning the election basically and that's because these states have more electors um so i don't know the number of electors so let's say for example you know somewhere like ohio might have 13 or 14 electors but then you've got one of the smaller states has only got three then you want that state with more electors with because the more electors, you'll yeah. get more more um, um votes for you to win but what i didn't know is these electors like i think it's six weeks or four weeks no it's four weeks after the election then go away and then elect a president and it is perfectly legal for an elector so let's say you know florida for example let's say florida goes goes red and uh, donald trump wins that that um state the electors in that state can vote against Donald Trump becoming president. And I didn't know that. Um, which, to me, makes me go, why the fuck are they having the vote then in the first place? But there are also some states that have passed a law making it illegal for electors to go against the popular vote. Which then also makes me think, why the fuck have they got electors? They may as well just go with the popular yep. vote, if that's what they're going to do. Which would have God seen, America. which would have seen Hillary Clinton in power in 2016, because she won the popular vote. Um, mm. It's so fucking messed up. The whole system is so messed up, and the argument, um, like against the electoral college and the way that Americans vote, is how can you vote? Um, for something using a system that nobody understands how it works Um, Mm -hmm. because the bulk of americans apparently don't understand how it works now i know that we have a few uh, american listeners so to you guys that are listening to this I, i think what i've said is right please inbox us and correct me if i'm wrong and while you're there can you tell me do you actually know and understand how the whole u.s election thing works um, and also, and also, to the Russian listeners, can you <laughs> also tell us how the American election works? Because we have got a few guys, we have got quite a few actually who listen in Russia. So if you could also tell us how the American election works, that would also be quite good. Cause you... Tell us how the English one's going to work out as well, if you don't mind. Yeah, because you know. You know. <laughs> you know. You know. Oh. You know. Help us out, Russia. Just give us, Just give us an hand. Answer. Send us if, if you want to send us an inbox. Um, Putin, Putin, send us one. We can come out. Can you imagine? Can you imagine if we got an inbox from from Putin himself inviting you to a party? Do you know that's one of my guilty pleasure songs from Robbie Williams? Go on, party like a Russian. Party like a Russian. I absolutely love that track. You know. Um... Yeah, it's a good track. With a certain reputation to alleviate the cash from a whole entire nation. It was a good album in all fairness. What? It was a good album in all fairness. It was a fantastic album. Right, why is it? The Heavy Entertainment Show was a great album, I have to say. Don't you just hate it when you... That was one of my albums for a whole month. And you know what I mean? You know, do you know what I mean by that? It just stays in the fucking CD player. You know what I mean? If no, you... no, 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 no. It was just on my Apple playlist because I drive around all the time. Yeah, yeah. Literally, yeah. Just that on, was my entire... Yeah. Do you know what? I uh, I had that with Iron Maiden's Dance of Death, which um, 
is for a lot of people they didn't like that Maiden album and I fucking loved it I remember buying it um, and it just because I bought the CD and it stayed in the CD player for months and months and months and I played it to death and it went to work with me this was before Apple Music and Spotify and whatnot um, and it went to work with me and I've still got like that original CD that I bought it's, it's nearly 20 years old now that album mm. And uh, but the CD case is absolutely knackered it's cracked and snapped and the hinges have gone and the little teeth on the inside of the box that hold the CD pardon me in place is um they've all snapped off and the cd is scuffed and scratched but fuck me it still works it is still going um i'm pulling up the polls uh for the u.s election and i've just had to get another news site because i was just about to say don't you just hate it when your newspaper website and you get a paragraph into the article then it goes please register to continue reading it's like go fuck yourself if it's not going to happen, I'll just read it somewhere else. Um, anyway, Democratic challenger Joe Biden is currently leading Donald Trump in the national polls um, as the U.S. approaches its 2020 presidential election. Uh, so it's Tuesday the 3rd, which is um, two weeks, two weeks Tuesday, that'll be. So let me see if I can pull up the swing states. Oh, no, because the Telegraph doesn't like giving us uh, that sort of information. See, this is where I should have prepped, really. This is where you should have prepped. But Or I should at least have, like, a producer. Yeah, we're, we're accepting applicants uh, for producers at this present moment in time. If you want to come and run this ship. <laughs> I'm fucking needed. So, at the moment, you need 270 uh, to win, and Joe Biden, in the current state of the polls, uh, is on 279 um, oh, he's miles in front. So, what are these toss-up ones here? Hmm. So it's given me it's given me all the swing states, but it's not giving me colours for them at the moment. And I need colours, Cleon. I need colours, or else I don't. Oh, know okay. okay. I don't know what's going on here. Oh, colours are a big thing in America. Right, the toss-up states. Here <laughs> <So>. we go. <laughs> Fucking hell, Cleon. <laughs> um, what the fuck is this? I just want the fucking swing states. Right, we're calling this a bad job. I'm going to have to sign up to the Pissing Telegraph for next week. Honestly. Can anybody get as a producer? Yeah, Trump's tr- Trump's not, not not winning as it stands, though. But, you know, <laughs> that could fucking... That could change you in the space what, of you two You know weeks. what, ladies and gentlemen? You know what, ladies and gentlemen? I have one job. And my one job is football. And I'd like to say, even through Wi-Fi and problems and everything else, I deliver my job with football. <laughs> Every single week, week in, week out, professional as you like. The scores, not really much personality and depth into it because I can't really be bothered. Because today we also played football, so I'm a bit football about this weekend. Uh, we won 3-2. Uh, if we win next week, we've had a clear month of wins. Yay! Yeah, that's quite a nice result. Anyway, um, and I'd like to say, David, you're falling behind. Mm, I'm trying my best then. I'm trying my best. Here we go. Here we go. Right. I've got him. I've got him. So, in the swing states. Anyway, that's everything for Shingler's list tonight. Such a prep. <laughs> Honestly, such a prep. I'm taking your chair back now. Um, so, Florida has got... Um, <laughs> Florida's got Biden up, but only just. Um, 2.3%. Uh, Pennsylvania is Biden is up by 6%. Ohio sees Trump by 1.7. Uh, 
Um, Michigan sees Biden by nearly 8%. North Carolina, Biden, 37 Arizona, Biden, 35 Wisconsin is Biden, 75 And Iowa sees Trump by 1.2. So the last time we spoke about this, Trump only had Iowa, I believe, or it could have been Ohio. He only had one of the swing states, and now it seems like he's got two. Um, but as mm. it stands, uh, Biden has the rest. But a lot can happen in two weeks, Cleon. Well, David, you've backed the wrestling prime minister, president, and I've backed the old codger. So the only thing I have against me is time. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I did back Trump um, months ago, in all fairness. And I, I just figured because of his celebrity and and because because 2020 and because people are fucking strange um that he would just get in again but it's looking like it's looking like there's going to be a bit of a competition this time it's looking uh, all right then ladies and gentlemen when is the presidential election dave tuesday the third of november so we've got what two weeks two two weeks leading up to it so your raving reporters i'll be representing biden (laughs) Um, and Dave will be representing Trump who I would like to say did a fantastic tweet this week a fantastic tweet where he tweeted a poster saying Biden for president and he moved out the letter P and he just had Biden for residence I thought that was absolutely (laughs) quality Mr Trump so just on a quick shot first time to you your guy Dotha my cat to you for that Twitter. It was amazing, Dave. I can't believe that I have to represent Donald Trump. I don't I don't I think I've drawn the short straw here. I don't know. You went with it. I you mean didn't draw any straw. I mean I'll do it. It's fine. It's all it's all for fun. You know what I mean? Did but, you back uh, did you back him? What day um did oh, you back him? I'll be back at work by then. So I was thinking we could pull an all nighter and watch it like, but I'll be I'll be fucked. That's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> Um, as for a day off I'll I'll watch as much of it as I can but uh, no that that definitely isn't going to happen so but in in, oh maybe maybe then in two weeks because if the election's on the Tuesday we won't record until the following Sunday so maybe in a couple of weeks we can pull a uh, midweek episode of uh, of Shingler's List and it will be the uh, US presidential election special doesn't have to be a long one it can be an half hour one it's fine um, celebration special could be yeah Cleon celebrating you winning <laughs> and uh, and me going nah oh well never mind it's fine it's it fine. Was, it was one of the best results it was one of the best one, one of the, the best, best presidential results. races we've ever seen more of the results than anyone else so we'll do hopefully we'll do that in a couple of weeks I'm not promising anything you know what I'm like with my plans sometimes shit don't work um, so but for the next two weeks we will be covering yeah we'll cover it so I'll, I'll do election. some I'll do some research and uh, I'm gonna make a note of it now. We'll do some research. Um, oh, he clicked his pen then, go. ladies and gentlemen. Election. Did everyone hear that? I've written, I've written election, but it looks like I've written Fletcher. So let's hope, well. I, remember, hope I remember what that says. Anyway, um, let's wrap it up for this week, Cleon. It's, uh, it's been an hour nearly, so it's time to call it today once again for another episode of Shingles List. But 
before we go. I just want to, say a big, we go. I want to say a big thank you to everybody that listens week in and week out and to the new subscribers that we've received since the last episode. Because we have, we've received some new subscribers and, uh, and that's awesome. Obviously, this word of mouth thing is working. So keep sharing us out amongst your friends and your family. Any new messages? Um, messages? No, we've had nothing this week. We've had no no no, no messages no. this week at all. Fuck um, you all then. Yeah, no messages. We're lonely again this week. But uh, but yes, a big thank you to uh, to the new subscribers. And Can to- we have some messages from like Azerbaijan and Hong Kong and stuff? Where we're a UK podcast. If you are listening to this podcast <laughs> outside of the UK, send us a message and just send us where you're listening to it from. Do you know what? We do have listeners. Send us a message. We do have listeners all over the world, actually. I was very surprised when I saw this because I kind of figured it was like my mom, your brother, <laughs> like, who was listening no, to the show. No, he doesn't, he doesn't he listen. He doesn't listen. <laughs> <laughs> um, he was listening to the show live. But um, yeah, we do have listeners all over the world. Uh, listeners in Amer- America and the UK being the two. Um, uh, strong points when it comes to listeners, uh, but you know we've got listeners in in Ireland, we've got listeners in um, we have, we've got listeners in Israel, we've had listeners in Russia, um, we we've got listeners all over the fucking place. Uh, so yeah, a massive thank you to everybody that tunes in. A big thanks if you've been sharing us out and uh, and uh, telling your friends and families about us. I say every week, I think the best way to spread word of a podcast is through word of mouth. Tell people what you enjoy listening to tell people um uh, about our show if you enjoy listening to us and subscribe wherever you can uh, if if you send us a message to where you are we will send you one banana and cleon's got at least three or four bananas there so any country send us <laughs> your name and we, <laughs> we will send you this banana <laughs> so i've um uh Polling up the just over the last seven days, uh, we've had listeners in the US, the UK, France, Belgium, the Russian Federation, and the Netherlands, um, and that is just the last seven days. So, uh, like I say, big thank you to everybody that listens week in and week out. Uh, you guys are awesome. Share us out. Give us a review. Whatever you use to listen to podcasts on, leave us a review. That would be awesome. And sub- sub- subscribe wherever you can. Uh, be sure to follow us on our social media. On Facebook, it's facebook.com forward slash podcast. On Twitter, it's at ShinglersListPC. You can follow me at ShinglerMVOC. Follow Cleon at KLBewley. And on Instagram, it's Shingler's underscore list you guys are awesome and we will see you next time